Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, tokusatsu antics, evil organizations with masked agents, Super Sentai colored outfits, omnibus collections, Ishinomori artwork, and the latest manga news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 426, Super Sentai Himitsu Sentai Goranger. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land and hope you're excited for another fun-filled podcast brought to you by www.spyrokin.com. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin are some podcasts and vain reviews about connecting dance narratives is a podcast where every episode we talk about one to two geeky topics, and this is the manga review. Obviously, we talk about manga, and we tell you the pros and cons about it, like the art style, the overarching plot, the characters, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirakin, that's S-P-I-R-A-K-N.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. You can find them in our show notes. And if you like what we do, you can support our Patreon to help us create more fun videos, podcasts, and help us make more fun content for you to enjoy. And if you have any comments, concerns, or questions, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com, or you can tweet me at spirekin. Now that that's out of the way, I've got some news before we get to the review of the episode. And the biggest news of all is that I will be at Otakon. Yes, I'm going to be running a panel there. 22 manga creators every adult should know. Definitely check it out if you're going to Otakon. Also, Anime Lockdown is releasing a bunch of videos, so I believe they should be releasing my 2021 version of From Under the Bed Horror and Anime and Manga. My horror panel that ran last Saturday. I am very excited to see who checks it out, and more importantly, I hope I could see you at the con. So, now that all that shameless plugging is out of the way, let's actually get to the review, because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated me that reviewing a manga that was written by arguably one of the greatest persons in the manga world. We're talking about Shotaro Ishinomori, the king of manga. Now, note... He's not the biggest guy. The biggest guy is still Osama Tezuka, the god of manga. But Shotaro Ishinomori is known as the king of manga. More importantly, that he is the father of the tokusatsu genre. Now, some of you are wondering, what the hell is tokusatsu? Well, that is mass superheroes like, well, Masked Rider, Kamen Rider, um, Ultraman, and, of course, all of the different Power Rangers that you've seen. And the main characters from this manga that we're talking about today because it was arguably the first but we'll get to that in a little bit so this uh, manga was published over here by seven seas entertainment it's actually a omnibus single classic collection edition of this we get the first two chapters of the original story and we get two kid friendly versions because apparently there was a kid version of this and this was originally from weekly shonen sunday so it's a shonen series it originally ran 1975. There's one volume, and it is a tokusatsu superhero spy fiction story that is known simply as Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger or Secret Task Force Go Ranger. So, Secret Task Force Go Ranger or Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger is actually credited as the first tokusatsu show 
that ever came out, or a Super Sentai meta series. This came out in 1965 to 1977 and was created by Shotaro Ishinomori back in the 60s. And they made a manga adaptation of the series while changing a couple of things. And like I said, there are two different versions of this. There's the original version that came out, and then there is a more kid-friendly version that is known simply as Shogaku Gonenzi version, or the 5th grader edition, which came out in April 1975, as opposed to the original, which came out in the early, well, actually came out afterwards in May. It's kind of cool that there's two different versions of this. There's the regular edition and the other one. And so, first off, I gotta say that this quality manga is amazing. It's the classic collection from Seven Seas. It's a hardcover, and it opens up before you get to the manga itself with an explanation of what Go Ranger is, the history of Tokusatsu, and of course the Henshin Boom, where everyone is changing and fighting monsters, how Go Ranger was different than most other Tokusatsu series, and the origin of the manga itself, which is pretty cool. And to explain this further, let's actually get into what Go Ranger is about. So Go Ranger tells the story of a world that is under threat by an evil terrorist group called the Black Cross Army, this nefarious spy organization that's causing tons of problems. And the only ones to stop them are the Earth Guard League, also known as Eagle. And they've been formed to combat this threat. And the Black Cross Army has been trying to destroy every Eagle branch in Japan and causing tons of problems. But we don't find this out originally because this actually opens up with our main character, uh, Suyoshi Kaijo, who is a young man who is currently dating a really cute girl and he is the heir to his father's dojo. But one day, his as he's flirting with his girlfriend, Yoko, his dad gets a package that he has to look at because his dad says, listen, I need you to open this package. And he's like, no, 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 dad. I got a date with Yoko. We're going to see a movie. And he's like, no, you got to open this package and deal with this. I don't care. You're going to do this because you're my son. So it's like, fine, what is it? He opens up the package and inside of it is a costume. And he's like, what the hell is this anyway? And he's like, listen, I need you to put it on. But she's been waiting all day. I got to see Yoko. And he's like, no, you're going to put this on now. And it turns out it is a super suit, a red super suit. And when he puts it on... He, his dad says, you are now Aka Ranger. And he has all of his students at the dojo attack his son. And Aka Ranger ends up defeating them all. And it turns out that this suit is able to enhance the senses and abilities. And Mr. Uh, Keijo, uh, Sukiyoshi's dad, is the leader of Eagle, and he's actually training his son to become the leader of a group of individuals who will protect the world from Black Cross. And Kaijo-san has dedicated his life to make this special armor, and he has a friend who designed it, Gonpachi Aragawa, who's going to help him out. But Suyoshi's like, no, Dad, you're crazy. I don't like this. And he also finds out that Yoko is actually an agent of Eagle, so everyone's been lying to him. He gets pissed off, runs away, and after he runs away, a mysterious figure shows up and kills his dad and everyone in the dojo because they're all agents of Eagle. And after kicking a football around, Suyoshi comes home to find that his friends and family are all dead. Well, not Yoko. Yoko ran away. But they're all dead, so he buries his 
father and decides to listen to what his dad says and goes to Curry House Gone, the secret hidden entrance to Eagle. And he ends up joining 500 individuals to fight Eagle and save the day. And like most tokusatsu series, each one is a different color, each one has different abilities, and they're all color-coordinated. So like I said, we have our main character, Tsuyoshi Kaijo, who is the Aka Ranger, the team leader, also known as the Red Ranger, dressed in a red outfit with a number one with wings on his head, on his helmet. Then you have the second-in-command, the oldest member, who... After the first story, it turns out that his best friend is a member of Black Cross and sold them out. It's kind of a tragic story that occurs, but this is Akira Shinmei, and he is the Owl Ranger, the Blue Ranger, or number two. Then we have uh, Daita Oiwa, the big, strong, fat guy, who's really dumb, but he's pretty powerful and actually fun thing in the tv series apparently while he is kind of dumb he's a math whiz so a little weird with that but he is the key ranger or the gold ranger then we have peggy peggy matsuyama the girl of the group and she is the momo ranger which is the pink ranger and then we have keiji asaka who loves telling weird jokes and puns that are very strange in the translation, but he is the Mito Ranger, the Green Ranger, and together they end up fighting and saving the day against the evil Empire. Now, this is totally just a straight-up tokusatsu story, but the first story arc is actually cool because after we have the murder, it's the group is going to be sent out to a village that has apparently been overthrown by Black Cross. But it turns out that's a trap. They have to fight them. Turns out the guy that told them about it, who is the best friend of Akira Shenmei, betrayed them. And it becomes a fight between them, his friend, and then at the end, Akira ends up having to kill his best friend because his best friend has completely drank the Kool-Aid for Black Cross arm and says, it doesn't matter. You're Eagle, I'm Black Cross. I am your friend, but you're just a sap. No one needs friends. Everyone needs money. And Black Cross will give me money. So it's kind of sad what happens. But he ends up killing him. Wants to kill himself. But they say, listen, we're going to save him. And we're going to be his friends. And we're going to make things better. Just like most tokusatsu series. And it's very dark. Now, in the fifth grader version, they streamline this totally. It just has him talking to his dad. He goes playing football with some friends. His dad gets killed off screen. He goes home. His dad is dead. He goes to the Curry house and then he joins them and it's them versus the first bad guy who looks like a skull man. So they completely just shorten it and they get rid of a lot of the nostalgia and the switching. It's kind of not as good, to be honest with you, the fifth grader version. And we don't have some of the cool villains. Like the first villain that we really have is a mysterious figure in a full samurai outfit with a cyborg horse that shoots out missiles and flies. It's totally tokusatsu. And then the, the second uh, villain is a giant, well, it's a giant mechanical brontosaurus or allosaurus whose head spins and becomes sharp blades. It's, what do you expect? It's tokusatsu. It's very formulaic. It's a big monster or someone shows up. They have to save the day, and then they get superpowers, they fight. But unlike with a lot of the more modern stuff, there is no giant robots. There is no... Well, that's not true. There are giant robots, but the main characters don't use giant robots. They don't have a super weapon. It's just them fighting with their powers, which is just they're super strong, they're human, 
and there's nothing extra special about them. Now, here is the good part. The good thing is that this is a seminal work, and it's designed amazingly. Like I said, the production quality is top-notch. It's a hardcover, which that gets points to it. And it's got so much little data and little things in it. And there's translation notes that make it so much more enjoyable. And it's a great just thing that you want to have on your shelf. Now, the other thing is that, well, it's, it feels incomplete because this was made as a spinoff of the TV series. Because the TV series, the whole thing was that everyone got killed except for Keijo and Keijo just set up the group to save the day nothing to do with the oh the group's already been set up and then just keijo joins it's not that at all this is very different and it feels kind of like filler so it's not the best thing ever and it feels repetitious because we're used to things like power rangers but like i said earlier this is the predecessor to it this is what set up the power rangers this is what set up the main sentai team with all the tropes of they have a flying vehicle, that there's five of them, that the red guy is the leader, that the orange guy is the fat guy, that the blue guy is the second in command, and he's always at odds with the first guy, and that the girl's always wearing pink, and then there's always a kid on the group. This set up all these tropes. So it is a seminal work that's important, but it does feel dated. And this is one that you should read just to read, I think, and it's definitely worth owning. So for that reason... I'd have to give this a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky, which is our second highest rating because it's really good. The designs are great, and it's Ishinomori, who is amazing with his artwork and design work because the characters look very unique. And then we have our villains and all the mechanized designs of them. Like, you see a bunch of robotic characters, and they look like robots. There's a reference in here to... Um, the robot from Forbidden Planet, and it looks exactly like the robot from Forbidden Planet. And it's worth getting and worth checking out, truly. Uh, if you've read Go Ranger and you think differently, let me know what you think. Email me, zanspirekin.com, if you enjoy this or didn't. And as the random question of the day, do you think that the red guy being the leader is overrated, that they should use different colors? Let me know. I personally think the red guy is super overrated, especially Keith from Voltron, because Keith from Voltron, not Shiro, Keith, it just was, he seemed like he did nothing. It's like, everyone else did stuff, and he's like, now form the head! It's like, you did nothing. You're not the leader, you're just a guy who just is there. The version of him in uh, Legendary Defender is so much better, but the original Keith from the original Voltron from the 80s, yeah. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah. So that is the review for the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at zan, that's xan at spirekin.com. You can tweet me at spirekin. Remember to check out our podcasts where we have tons of different things. We're going to have our manga news tomorrow. We have a movie review coming out this weekend. And check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash spirekin, to see some really cool reaction videos. And we're going to be releasing a con survival guide. So stay tuned for that. I'll be plugging that in the next couple episodes. But now that that is set let's actually get to the manga releases for the week and that's from july 13 2021 and we have 20 titles and i've got to admit that i'm excited for all these um we have berserk of gluttony the light novel volume 3 card captor sakura clear cards volume 9 case closed volume 79 devil's candy volume 1 disney bento fun recipes for bento boxes the manga 
Fly Me to the Moon, Volume 6, Gal Gohan, Volume 8, Heaven's Design Team, Volume 5, Hello World, the light novel, Red Mars, or sorry, Mars Red, Volume 1, Persona 5, Volume 7, Pokemon Adventures Black 2 and White 2, Volume 4, Renee, Volume 40, which I believe is the last volume of Renee, so I think we're done with that. Uh, Soul Eater, The Perfect Edition, Volume 4. Splatoon, Squid Kids Comedy Show, Volume 4. The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, Volume 3. The Invincible Shovel, Volume 1. The Summer With You, My Summer of You, Volume 2. Topu GP, Volume 5. And Yuri Is My Job, Volume 7. So all these are really cool and I'm excited for them. Which of these are you excited for? Let me know in the comments down below or you could tweet me at Spirekin with what you are most interested in. Like the number one for me is probably Fly Me to the Moon, Devil's Candy, Berserk of Gluttony, and The Invincible Shovel. Also my summer with you, I'm actually kind of intrigued by. But which ones are you interested in? Let me know. And so I guess that's it for this episode. As remember... I've been doing this since 2008, and I don't plan to stop. Thank you guys for listening. I always appreciate when I see that you guys have been checking me out and when you send me questions. keeps me motivated and keeps me still wanting to do this podcast that I started in 2008. And don't worry, I'm going to keep going for as long as I can. Even when I'm an old, decrepit man who's talking about manga and no one cares, I'm going to keep podcasting because I love doing it, and I love informing you guys on some really cool manga. And so, with that in mind, let's find out what the next manga I'm going to be talking about is. And how will I find out about this? Well, it's that time you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin this Wheel of Manga. And whatever number it lands on the manga that's in that spot is the one I review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 427. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Number eight. Whoa. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga based on the works by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And what am I talking about? I am talking about Moriarty the Patriot. I've heard a lot of good things about this. And the first episode of the manga anime was kind of cool. But I'm going to read this manga, see how it is. But how is it going to be? Well, we're going to have to wait till the next episode to find out. So like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys have fun. Remember to like and subscribe. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep reading. I'll see you later.